What's up, everybody, man? This is what everybody would have been anticipating. Uh, the first ever show of Real But Objective uh, yeah, podcast. Yeah. I got my man producing over here, Mr. Jason. What's going on, man? Not much. Uh, just happy to finally be at this moment, man. Been a long time coming. Long time coming, man. People flaking on me and all this and that. But, but now we got the Lance show. Hey, it is what it is. Do it solo, bro. I do it solo until somebody actually want to step up to the plate. And oh, we got plenty of guests, uh, hosts that can come in here and kick oh, it with us for oh, sure. Oh, for sure. I'm ready for that. I'm ready for that. But let's go ahead and get kicked into it. Uh, this is going to be an NBA-based uh, podcast. I like basketball. I've been playing basketball my whole life, so... Pretty much, uh, this pretty much gonna be about the game of basketball, and you know we'll talk about uh, real life situations and other uh, topics. But um, let's go ahead and get into it. Um, what are we starting out with? We're gonna start out with uh, who you think, who you think gonna win the finals? I know last night the Suns took Game One, but uh, who you think gonna win it all? I can't even give you educated guess on this one, but I'm gonna go Suns. You gonna go Suns? I'm gonna Suns, go Suns. Suns and how many? I'm a good Suns and seven because it's good for the NBA. They they gonna try to stretch this out as long as they can get. <laughs> I I got you. I mean, you got two small market teams. Um, that's what the NBA always wanted because they want their stars to stay in line. And I I just feel like I'm not gonna say the NBA's rigged, but I I I'm gonna say that I do think the Bucks are gonna find a way to win because they trying to make Giannis the face of the fran- uh face of the league. So okay. Yeah, I, he's 26 years old. If he wins finals MVP, he wins every award that's ever been given out. He's won defensive player of the year. He's won MVP twice. And then he'll, if he wins, he'll win finals MVP by far, unless Chris Middleton keeps balling the way he is. But I just think, I think it's his to lose. You know, I mean, last night the Suns won one, and I think Chris Paul does deserve this. But at the end of the day, I, I do believe, I think the Bucks are going to go ahead and, and, and take it. And I think the Bucks will win in six. You think this is uh, good for the NBA? Two small market teams in there? I think I think it's what we had this year from, you know, based on the circumstances of last year, just going on to the next topic. I think I think the bubble the bubble was a great idea. I mean, people are gonna say I'm biased because you know who won in the bu- in the bubble. But it's what took place after the bubble is what I think I take problem with. What's your take on... Okay, so school me a little bit on what took place after the bubble. Okay, so... And our listeners. Yeah. In case they don't know. So, they played the season. COVID hit. It was a two-month stretch where no one played basketball. No one had no idea what was going on. They find an ultimatum. They find an alternative thing. They take everybody to Orlando. Everybody... Well, they don't take everybody. They take the teams that have an actual chance to go on to playoff contention, and they move them into a bubble. They all play a couple of games here, and then from that you get seeding. Uh, last year they started in the in the bubble. They started um, the play-in games to where if you were the eighth, ninth, or tenth seed, you could win to get in, and it's pretty much a play-in game. Uh, so pretty much the teams that had a chance to get in that was you know within two to three games or four to five games, something like that, in to get in the, in the tournament. So basically they they played, I think they played eight regular season games, and then after that it went straight into the playoffs. After the playoffs, a long grind, I, I believe the players got 71 days off they typically 
hundred to anywhere from a hundred to hundred and five days off before they go back and play. I just think the season they got seventy one days off, and then you got a bunch of key players get hurt. Everyone's gonna say I'm making excuses, this and that, but if you if you look at it, just look at all the players that got hurt. You got Jamal Murray who went all the way to the Western Conference Finals and gave the Lakers everything he had. He tears his ACL early in the season. You have Anthony Davis goes down. You have a few other players go down. You have Donovan Mitchell's getting hurt early in the season. And all these guys play deep in the bubble. So my question for you is, do you think injuries played – do you think – well, first question, do you think playing this quickly after the bubble was a good idea? And do you think if those injuries didn't happen, would we have the same outcome? Okay, so the first part of it is I think that they made a decision and they're trying to get back to a normal schedule. Correct. And so they just went for it. Right. Um, I'm one that, you know, we can always play Monday morning quarterback and look at the situation and blame something. But at the end of the day, I think his name is Adam Silver. Yeah. Adam Silver, the CEO or president or whatever, commissioner, gen- commissioner of the NBA is, is far ahead of all the other major sport franchises as far as uh, caring about the players and community and and building relationships. So he's done a ton of great things. I'm not going to hold this one decision against him. He had a reason. I think it's to get back in line for this next season and everything be back on, you know, straight course. So I look at like every team had the same obstacle, you know, I mean, I know who ain't saying there's a problem, the Bucks and Suns fans. Absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I mean the Suns – but look at this, though. The Suns, in every round they played, one of the key pieces were hurt. First round, you had Anthony Davis, and you had a 70% LeBron James. Second round uh, – who did they have second round? I can't even remember. This is bad NBA. It, well, I, th- I thought about this today that I wanted to ask you. Because I don't follow the NBA right now like I'm going to in the future. Right. But did the Suns and Bucks over the course of the season have injuries themselves? Or did they pretty much stay healthy? Nah, they was the most – that's what I was going to get into. They were the most healthy team. Okay. I mean, Chris Paul got hurt in the first round. He hurt his shoulder for a game or two. But it was nothing major. Yeah. Like – it wasn't something that could truly hold him back. Like, even even when he hurt his shoulder, he came back in the game and he played that same game. He didn't miss a game. Uh, I don't know if we can blame, you know, the, the lack of off time. I mean, players may not have came back as into it, you know, from the, from the beginning. But I think at the end of the day, as the season goes on, they're competitive and they're giving it all. Now, the injuries – yeah, but, you know, it, it, it's the same for every team. That's how I look at it. And then, then the reason why I brought up, you know, the injuries for the Suns and Bucks, because I'm looking at it as a, like a general manager standpoint, were they able to overcome the injuries and bring players up from the, the D League or whatever? And nah, But that wasn't the case. Totally healthy. Every Well, that's good for them, man. Yeah, most healthy. You know, yeah. injuries happen in sports, but they were the most healthy. Yeah. That's that's my reason on why they got there because if certain situations were different and certain players were available, right. I, I I have no doubt in my mind we would be looking at a different finals. I mean, because look, you have the juggernaut that I just thought was going to win the finals this year in Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. And then you have 
James Harden go down with a hamstring injury. Then you have Kyrie go down with an ankle injury. And then KD was hurt throughout the whole regular season. They just never could get uh, under it. Now, I'm not going to sit here and blame the Brooklyn Nets down for on that because Kevin Durant tore his Achilles um, the previous year. So he sat out the whole year. So, so he took a whole year off of basketball. But the Kyrie's and the James Harden, James Harden went deep in the bubble. They just ran into the LeBron Lakers and AD Lakers. Hmm. And he had a lot to carry. So, I mean, I can see why his hamstring blew out and he wasn't hmm. available. I think it'll end up being, I forget the exact year, but um, where they'll put an asterisk by it, you know, the 94 baseball you know, when Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire, I think that was the year 94, hitting all the home runs in the steroids era. You know, they put an asterisk by some of these records. You may see whoever wins this championship have an asterisk by it for this 2021 season, but it doesn't it doesn't diminish right. what the, the Milwaukee Bucks and the Phoenix Suns did for the year. You still got to call them champions. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They yes. deserve it. Oh, absolutely. But I'm I'm more than happy for it. I mean, I hope Chris Paul gets it because he's been one on the opposite end when the season was What was uh, that with that dude pushing him in the back the other night? Oh, that's just <laughs> that was terrible. Yeah, he that's just what you call sore losing, man, and he he's a trash talker. Mm-hmm. Pat Bever- Patrick Beverly, he's a trash talker. And Chris Paul didn't even say anything. Originally, I thought Chris Paul said something to him going to the huddle. But Chris Paul just gave him that look like, yeah, it's time for you. Oh, you know, he's he been saying something though all game. Oh, yeah, yeah. they competitors. I mean, yeah. you and I both know we, we're we very competitive. We you, we both know that how it gets. You know what I'm saying? Even if someone don't say something to me, if I just feel like they feel like they better than me, if I just get that that notion that I feel like they're better than me, I'm going to say something to them. Yeah, that was a weak move. Weak move by Beverly. Oh, my goodness. That was weak by Pat Bev. Uh, you know what was even weaker? <laughs> His apology? No, the dude, the teammate, the white dude, tall, probably about six nine, six ten. He just stood there. He's he seen him coming. Yeah, he's seen the fool. He was gonna push him. He just stood there and watched. Oh, if those were my teammates, I would have had all their bonds, man. <laughs> oh, my God, like, like literally, I I get the moment. I get that no one wanted to get suspended. But it's 10th and eleventh and twelve guys on the bench that don't get in the game anyway. Yeah. That's your superstar. I would have, as an, I don't know. I I just feel like if it was me and I w- I would have wanted somebody to to push them back and let them know that we're here and that you ain't just gonna punk us like that. Even though we just beat y'all at the at where y'all was trying to get, we're going. I mean, but at the end of the day, that was that was a punk move on Pat's Bev behalf and the rest of Chris Paul's teammates behalf. Man, it was that was sad. Like was real weird. sad. For like sure. I just don't. I don't understand it. Like, I I would have went full throttle. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about it, it just irks my soul that no one no one stepped up. Like, it's a guy that hasn't played any minutes the whole season, and he didn't try to st- – he was there. He was in the huddle, and he didn't step up and do nothing or say nothing. They all kind of just looked at Pat Bev, and Pat Bev got to walk away like he was the big and bad man. Yeah. And then the next day sends out a tweet. About uh oh I'm sorry man he apologized uh, I didn't see yeah, that yeah he sent out a tweet it was he sent out an apology he tried to be sincere but was <laughs> <laughs> done is done you know right you can all you can do as a man is apologize but I just think that was weak you got to call a man up on the phone and or face to face with that yeah when I seen him do it I was like what is he doing like that's the, on on that stage but he's just that's him man really 
I don't he's, know him that well. He's terrible, man. He's he okay. So you're you're a Jordan fan. He's not good, but acted the way Isaiah Thomas acted. Uh, okay. So that's that's the best good way comparison. To, that's the best way to describe I it. I hated Isaiah Thomas. I know and Joe Dumars. <laughs> if you if you're a Jordan fan, that's you just hate the Pistons. Bill Lambeer. Yeah. Ugh. They just roughed you up. Man, they did. They had them Jordan rules, that's for sure. Took a while to get over that, huh? Well, as we call them, we call them Lakeland Fire rules. That's that's how we play Lakeland Fire travel basketball. The Jordan (laughs) rules was the Lakeland Fire basketball rules. No lie. I tell you that. I kid you not. But, yeah, man, he's just a pest, and he talks a big game or – I remember I I never forget because it was they they taught somebody posted it today when it was a two year anniversary of him jumping on top of a table in in Los Angeles when they acquired Kawhi Leonard and Paul George the same night when Kawhi Leonard was supposed to come to the Lakers but he tricked them and went <laughs> to the Clippers he jumped on the table and was like I won the effing championship I won the effing championship two years later nothing wow nothing so you know that's the type of guy he is man he's just I'm looking forward to getting back into the NBA, working with you. Yeah, man. I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna pull for the Magic. But uh, yeah. uh, are they gonna get Hardaway? Nah, man. He he's going back to Memphis. I was just about Is to it? say, man. If if they would have got um, I was, man. if they would have got Penny Hardaway, I would have been to at least five games a year. Is Shaq? What about Shaq? Can we can we hire Shaq? Shaq ain't gonna coach, man. Shaq's not a coach. Every just because you played the game at a high level don't mean. Yeah, but we're talking about the Magic. We just need. <laughs> You just need somebody to get people in the stands. Excuse I, me. I feel you. I mean, shout out to my cousin Dwayne Bacon. He's doing all he can out there, man. Hometown hero, Lakeland kid, on the Magic right now. Oh wow! Yeah, that's my that's my little big cousin because he's six six, but he's younger than me. Okay. So little big cousin Dwayne Bacon. Shout out to Bacon. Where did he play at? He went to McKeel, and then he went to um, Oak Hill Academy, and okay. then from Oak Hill Academy he went to Florida State, and okay, then from I've Florida. Heard of Florida State got drafted to the Hornets, and then his contract ended with the Hornets, and he signed with the Magic. This I past feel year. like the Magic gotta have some young talent. They got a bunch of young talent. And then Cole told me they got two first round picks this year. They got a they got a, a plethora of picks. They always get a plethora of picks. That's what I'm saying. Like, how did they not have a decent? Because they always they the 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 Magic just don't know what to do as a front office, and that's and that is the reason why you have kids like me rooting for a guy in Cleveland. Like yeah. LeBron James, because my hometown team didn't give me anything to offer. Yeah. When LeBron came into the league, you had Steve Francis and Hito Turkoglu when he first came in the league. These those guys ain't winning games. Yeah. Uh, I didn't have anything to cheer for, so I become a fan of who I think is going to eventually be the best player and who did become the best player in the league. And I mean, they've had good teams, you know, outside of the Shaq era. You know, I can remember some decent teams, but. Yeah, the the Dwight Howard run before the Dwight Howard, yeah, with at the end of Nick Anderson's career, yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, I remember Scotty Skiles. But outside of that, yeah, we didn't have much. But I think it goes to coaching. I mean, it's but it's deeper than coaching. It's the front office. Well, yeah, I agree. The front office has got to. You can't continue to get these picks in the first round and not hit. Yeah, Yeah, and it's they pick guys that shouldn't. Be picked. Like, I just don't understand how you pick a center two years in a row. Or you pick a, a, a tweener between a, a four and a, and a wing guy 
that can't guard threes but really can't guard fours either. You just get him because he's athletic and long, but he can't guard. He can't help you. Right. No disrespect to Jonathan Isaac, and then they just traded away Aaron Gordon. You draft you draft Aaron Gordon, and then you go turn around a couple years later and draft Jonathan Isaac when Aaron Gordon is one of your best guys at the wing, and then you just go draft another young wing guy. Of course, that's going to rub him the wrong way, and he's going to want to get out of town. Cole was mad about that trade. Yeah, that, that made – Zero sense. And the Magic been doing it for years. I got a, my homie that I used to do a podcast with, Emmanuel. He's one of the biggest Magic fans ever. If you check out one of our last episodes, he, he was going off on the Magic. <laughs> <laughs> because they just don't know. They don't know what to do. Like, they'll, they'll trade for an old guy that's on his way out mm-hmm. and expect him to produce. And then – They'll get new talent. The new talent will get good. And then they'll trade it away or let it walk. Well, they gave us some memorable years with a – I mean, arguably, I hate that word, top five duos of all time. Penny and Shaq? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know, but that was like – I was I was still a kid then, so I didn't really Remember really the movie Blue that. Chips? Yeah. You remember that? <laughs> that was so cheesy old yeah. movie. But yeah, that's how it was though. They was just dominating. Yeah, I I didn't get to see that. I my first ever Magic game that I went to when I was really interested in basketball is T Mac. They acquired T Mac. He was a hometown hero because you know he's from Polk County, even though sometimes he don't claim us. But right. he's from Polk County. Uh, opened up his restaurant over there. It's real so, good. Yeah, so he needed to open up a restaurant. Yeah, he opened <laughs> up a restaurant over here in Lakeland, but. <laughs> But that was my first – that was really the – I could think back of is just him him and Dwight and Victor Oladipo, the only guys that the Magic have ever had that I've got to witness and see that were actually good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, they just been sucking for years. Honestly, they haven't been good since that final that, – that finals run after they knocked Jordan off when he came back when he was, you know. You just had to bring that up. I had to. I mean, yeah, it's just a simple fact that, you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't mad at you. That's even it. the greatest fans, you know what I'm saying? Like, Listen. Yep, you're right. That's why LeBron, we failed several times. Like, it, it, you're right. There's never going to be a player that, that ain't going to fail. Right. And I know I gave you hell about LeBron, but I respect him. I respect him. Except for some of the things he does, like that walking off the court oh, in the playoffs, that, that irritated my soul. Oh, I know it did. You don't shoot him no slack when that, when stuff like that happens. So, but you know, I look at it and I'm like, why? You know, is he frustrated of what you were talking about? Because he was public about the bubble in Orlando. He didn't need to do Orlando like that. It wasn't. He said he would never come back to Orlando. <laughs> he said if they trade him to Orlando, he'll just retire. He'll retire on the spot. And that's tough because that's how bad of a, that gets back to how bad of an organization it is. He was talking about the city. Yeah, that's kind of messed up. But the organization's terrible. Why would you want to go to Orlando? Uh-huh. I mean, uh, if you can't go to Miami or you can't go to California teams, Orlando should be next in line, man. Absolutely. There's I, no sales tax in the state. Like the Buccaneers do a good job of re- uh, recruiting players, the free agents, because of that. And yeah. I think the Magic just th- – the Rays are doing a good job with, with their management, with the young t- you know, talent. The Lightning. The Lightning. Yeah, Everybody yeah. around here is doing their job except the Magic. The Magic is 
literally holding everybody down. Come on, even the soccer team's doing decent, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's, what, what what are you doing? Like, I just don't get it. I think they need a management change, and I think they need a person. What about, what about Shaq in that role? Can you see him, him getting see, in, into that? I can that? see Shaq in management making the team better and being able to compete in a weak Eastern Conference. How can you not compete in a weak Eastern Conference? That part. Like, it's teams that get in the playoffs year in and year out, and their record is 32 and 32. Like, I just don't get it, and it just irks me. The Magic just irked me because I want to be a fan of the Magic. I want to become a hometown fan. You know, because LeBron's about to retire within the next. Well, you just years. gotta. You, you a Magic fan? You just don't like him yet. That, we, can, <laughs> we can say that. We, I, I promise. I honestly, we honestly can say that. Like, because we gotta go to some games as a podcast. You know what I mean? We yeah. But I, I you just, just don't like him yet. I, I'm, I'm not there yet. Not there yet. But let's go ahead and you know that's enough basketball talk. Let's go ahead and move on to something that's going. Get the people jumping. Oh boy! Let's, let's here we go. Let's start the, the the show off with our next segment with a with a bang. And excuse me if I pronounce her name wrong. Shakari Richardson. You know, Shakari Richardson. As you know, she was dropped. She was supposed to run the relay, but as of yesterday, she was dropped from the relay, and she's not even participating. Oh, really? In, in the Olympics. Now this is new news to me. Because of a failed marijuana test. And I'm going to let you go in. And I'm going to go first. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to let you go in. And then I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to piggyback off of it. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in a little more on okay. the situation. So I know very little about the situation other than that. I know that she she said that she took the, she smoked the weed after she found out about a family member during her, a press conference. Her mother died. Her mother died. So, the listeners out there that don't know, her mother died. She, she found out during a press conference. Right. Yep. After after winning a race. After winning a race, then she went, used some marijuana to calm herself, calm her nerves, and everything. Then failed a drug test and got basically kicked off the team. Got the boot. Oh, this is a tough one, man. It. So, I'm not gonna shoot her any bail. Okay. Yeah. Because I feel like if the policy was in place that says no marijuana, the Olympics come every four years. You've been training for that for how long right. of your life? Your whole life, honestly, if you in the Olympics. Right. So I just feel like she knew she made a mistake, and it's understandable. And I'm not sure whether or not where she lives it's legal or if she has a medicinal card or whatever. But that being said, if she did have a medicinal card and there was a policy in place about that, I don't know. But it just sounds like it was cut and dry. She failed a drug test. It's illegal. And she has to pay the price. Now, I'm not shooting her bail because we got a lot of kids that make mistakes. Correct. And then we allow them out of it. To be great. After they make mistakes, because the only thing you can do after a mistake is make up for it. Correct. So but but there's got to be consequences. Correct. But I I, I think, think this is a silly one. Now let me be clear. I think this is silly. Right. We're talking about. Uh, well, I'll say it. You know the. You've got 
biological women competing against men. They're taking estrogen. They're taking all these hormone pills, and then right. they taking drug tests. And I don't know if we t- what we're testing for, but there's no way we're talking about it's not in that in their in their samples. There's no way if you're becoming if you're a man becoming a woman, you have to take steroids to 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 make it work. That's just science. Yeah. That's just how it works. And I just don't I don't I don't get it. I don't. Listen, uh, marijuana is not a performing enhancing drug. In fact, it makes you, in, in certain situations, it makes you sleepy. I mean, performance enhancing, and as far as, oh, shit. As far as I think I can recover maybe quicker, um, was she used it to cope? She used it as for medicine. Right. And you know, so there, there's benefits to it. I, I blame this on the Olympic Committee. I think that the Olympic Committee needs to start, and I think the NBA adopted it, right? Yeah, NBA already adopted that rule. NFL's adopting the rule next year. So, I mean, I think this is more of a question towards the U.S. Olympics or the actual Olympic Committee in general for the world. Uh, I feel bad for her. My heart goes out to her and her family. But at the end of the day, I'd like to see that they're – They stand – yeah, they – because there's so many times, and this is a different situation, but there's so many times kids do things and we just let them get by and then they don't learn from it. Right. Like you said, learn it from it. Learn it from what you did. But at the same time, though, if you're going to be out here putting legalizing marijuana on a voting ballot, then that's nationwide. Then how come you're trying to penalize one of your U.S. citizens for using what We've been trying to make legal for the past four or five years now. But that's like saying if you board a plane, you know, it's a federal federal law so that you can't have marijuana on the plane. But the state you in says you can. You know, so this is bigger than a federal law. This is a world law. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I don't know that it'll ever, honestly. Because you think about some of these countries. You know, I don't know if they'll ever accept it in the Olympics. Well, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, though, if it's if it's legal in the U.S., then she's a U.S. citizen. I just think that. And you're going to get into, like, Russia will make all the steroids legal in their country. Which which possibly could happen. But at the same time, if that's how they want to get down and that's if they want to cheat. That's already how to get down. I, 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 <laughs> allegedly, Putin. I mean, allegedly. I mean, you said it. I didn't say it because – all those <laughs> Russian chicks be like cop diesel, like bigger than yeah, me. Yeah, they, they do, they do. Like six, seven, <laughs> 220 pounds, and they sweat and they. I feel. I, what was the reason in the kicker off the relay? I saw that she was going to be at least be able to perform in that. They, they just made a general announcement yesterday that they didn't, she's not going to compete in the Olympics at all. She's not. She can't. And I commend Nike for not dropping her, man, because. Time and time again, Nike has come through. I mean, Nike ain't stupid. Yeah, they 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 know that what audience loves Nike. They and ain't the, stupid. And the black community loves Nike. Not just the but everybody loves Nike. Right, but they don't want to. They don't. They don't care about losing a little bit of people that's upset. No, because they know that it's more on the other side. They gonna sell just as mu- just the same amount of shoes supporting her. As if she would have ran in the Olympics. That's true. You know, so so standing by her, you know, kudos to them. Um, what do you think about the, the the companies though jumping in on all on things and 
You think it's a little bit of pandering? You think it's it's really you sincere? Like, you mean like jumping off or like like jumping to help her? Well, no, like this month is I think Pride Month, right? Uh huh. So you see a lot of the companies, Pride flags and Black History Month, and maybe Black History stuff. I think. It's but then at the end of it, it's like, do we care the other eleven months of the year? You know, I think there's a lot of pandering that these big companies do. Of course not. It's a trend. They want to fit into the trend, and they want people to think that they're on their side or want them on their side because, you know, if they if if somebody's happy with what you're doing, they're gonna buy your product, and that's what matters most. What numbers are you bringing in? What are you selling? What are you getting out of this? And if you see increased revenue and increased sales and increased know in this case increased views on your page and all this and that is they they it's a it's a it's a chess move what's your ultimate take on on whether or not she should have been i i, I mean I, I know it's a rule right yeah i mean i know it's people out there that's gonna say rules are rules but at the end of the day when that was me yeah <laughs> <laughs> at the end of the day at the end of the day i i think it's just a little marijuana i mean because it's do you think do you think that there's a slight chance that there was any behind the scenes? I I I'm I'm pretty sure some some behind the scenes stuff. I mean, because you're kind of young to remember the hot the the skating thing that happened with the females. Do you remember that? No, nah, I think I'm too young for that. But I have seen the I've time. S- I've, I've seen them talk about it, but I never dove into it. Yeah. So apparently there was Tanya Harding and one of the other I forget her name, but. Yeah, the one chick was a lot better than the other one, and she just came and clubbed her in the knee, like to, so she could get her spot. So, cause it's a silly rule. We agree with that. Yeah. Like it should be legal, right? Right. The coaches know the rules. The coaches know their athletes. Right. Now, both me and you are coaches. If we were coaching at the highest level, mm-hmm. right? Not saying we're coaching kids. I'm talking about the highest level, professional adults. Right. And I say to you, hey, Lance, got a drug test coming. You're going to run to your athletes and you're going to tell them you got a drug test coming. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? So and maybe there was a little bit of uh, somebody else was trying to get a spot. So they so they alerted them to let them know that she Or they was. didn't alert. Yeah. They, hey, she's she dirty. Yeah. Go, go take a pee right now. Yeah. Like or no I'm just saying nobody's talking about that, but. It's the Olympics. It only happens every four years. People are. But what's crazy? You you say that. But what's crazy is her replacement's name is uh, Jenna uh, Pratt. I can't even say that last name. But her name's Jenna. We're gonna call her Jenna P. Jenna P. She's her. <laughs> she's a replacement. In her first statement, press conference, not even ten minutes in. My number one thing with this happening is I'm gonna preach to kids: say no to drugs. See? Instantly, right out of the gate, no See? time wasted. So she she using it to her advantage now. Yeah, she came in third place, and Shakara beat her by dang near a mile. So you know, what I'm saying like what you just said, I'm I'm so glad you said that because it set it up. It I, I think it's a setup, and not to mention, I was just reading an article to where it's not in. I don't think it's in track racing, but another Olympic athlete. Tested positive for cocaine. It was in her system, but it's not even being talked about. It's not even being pushed. It's it's slipped under the. Oh, rug. she's still on the team. Yeah, she's she's gonna compete. How but long ago was this? This was this was about a year ago, a year and a half ago. 
See, and that gets into how long is the is the rule and all that stuff. And yeah. they, you know, they'll they'll break that down and be like, "Oh, that happened over a year ago, so they had a year to get it out their system." So blah blah blah. You said Jenna P. Yeah, Jen. No, Jenna P. Didn't do that. It was another athlete that was competing. No, I'm saying Jenna P. Was the backup. Yeah, Jenna P. Is the so Jenna P. There's allegedly. I'm just saying, you know. It kind of looks like there could have not so much Jenna P. She may not even know nothing about it. It could be these coaches behind the scene, these head trainers, these, you know, it, it's a, the Olympics are a dirty sport, man. Correct. The only thing dirtier than the Olympics is, is like worldwide soccer. Correct. <laughs> Other than that, they both corrupt I've as heard, all get out. I've heard so many bad stories about soccer. And soccer. <laughs> I heard so many bad stories. I would never go to an out-of-country soccer game. You, listen, it's on my bucket list, but I'm with you. Like, I want to go. I'd probably do it if I went to Italy. And it was like Italy versus Italy, like like an NBA match, you know, like their league. I won't wear a team. I just wear No, no, yeah, I just go. I have on a Lakers jersey or something. Yeah, (laughs) something crazy. I'm just there to enjoy soccer. I'm not on nobody's side. Like, I I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, they don't play over there in Europe when it comes to soccer. That's yeah, for sure. I don't want anything to do with that. But another thing is what what I think marijuana is, is it, it kind of helps with people's mental health. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's a place to it's a, it's a place for people to deal with their anxiety and things that they need to get through. I mean, I mean it, that, um was it the golfer? She just said, "Don't even, I ain't going to speak after she won the tournament." You know what yeah. I'm talking about? She won a tournament, then she said, "I ain't speaking. My anxiety too much." They was killing her. Yeah, killing I remember. her. I know. She's saying that, and not <laughs> to mention other athletes. After after Chicago got in trouble, other athletes. Percy Harvin said there was Percy Harvin. Yep, there was never a game where he wasn't high. Ricky Williams said he never would have won the highs. Went right back to my thing. You don't. You, you gonna tell? No way. I'm the biggest Gator fan along with you. There ain't no way am I you gonna tell me that Urban Meyer wasn't told, hey, Percy getting the drug test. And Swear that Urban Meyer didn't call the wide receiver, running back coach, or whoever, hey, get a hold of Percy. Tell him it's coming. Wednesday, twelve o'clock. And you know, they did what they had to do. You know they did. And and, and if you if you a heavy smoker like him, he said he smoked before every game. So every game. He so said one one game. So if he smoked before every game, that junk sit in your system. It's not you didn't just smoke one time. It sit on you, and depending on how muscular you are, it's harder to get that that marijuana out your system, man. And it ain't gonna just be a gallon of water and you work out real hard for the for the day and to get out. Nah, if you smoke every day, that's yeah. But these guys are millionaires now too. That's true. So they got, you know, they get clean pee, they get additives, which they probably test for the additives, but they probably just getting a, a teammates and figuring it out. It's a whole pee store. Like it's it's a whole it's a whole store that you can go to to get things that make you pass a drug test. That that's uh, I don't know much about that, but it's amazing to me. Like even on Percy Harvin, like he was on the Gators when the Gators had some real thugs, and, and we, Percy Harvin wasn't one of them. We had a murderer on our team. <laughs> what do you mean? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> He was the biggest thug of them all. He was a murderer. And you know he smoked but Yeah, but Percy, he really, I mean, he may have got into something with a a girl, like an argument, domestic. But I I think that might be the worst. And that's allegedly. I don't, 
I'm just trying to think back that far. If he didn't get convicted, then it's a Exactly. So he ain't never done. But when he come out with that, so many people I heard bad-mouthing him. And it's like, man, this man was being vulnerable, telling y'all what's going on with his life. You've seen it play out. And that, that just goes back to mental health, man. This social media age is really terrible at that. People, people are scared to open up and say stuff, and because they got to worry about who going how they how this person gonna feel about them, who will report back to their job so they lose their job. That and part. It's, it's just so much, and this this day and age is so toxic, man. Because I mean, it's it's not good to bottle your emotions up, man. It's not good because. I'm one of those guys that will bottle my emotions up because I don't want nobody to know when I'm ever upset or mad or sad. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, you know, well, I get over it eventually. And that's the that's the that's the problem I face every day, man, and I well, let's 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 make sure we have like a a mental health segment each week. Yeah. That we just talk about it because that that is a thing. It's not just for men that the need to, but it's been I was talking to a friend of mine. Well, you know Sin. Yeah. Uh, I was talking to Sin the other day, and it it seems like it's been a lot more socially acceptable over the last 10 years for women to speak on mental health, but not so much men. Nah, because as a man, you're viewed as weak if you if you try to get in tune with your emotions. And growing up, I mean, not just in black culture, but growing up as a black man, you had to be strong and just suck it up. That's kind of how it was. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was universal. Your mom didn't ever say it to you, but it was just kind of, like, noted. Mm-hmm. Like, that's... Everybody was told the same thing. Suck the, it up. You're the man of the house. Get in tune with your emotions. What you crying for? Yep. Why, why are you crying? Get over it. Go in your room, and when you come back out, get over it, because I don't want to hear you or see you cry. I think that it's... It, more people now are understanding that there's no cure for it. You can't just suck it up. You can't just make it go away. You can't just stop being depressed. Nah, you can't. I you mean, know, there's no cure. You just have to manage it the best that you can through therapy, through medication, through yourself, through God, the whatever it is that you do. You got to manage it yourself and know that there's no cure, but it's okay to not be okay. Yeah, and I've I I made a status about that this week, man, and Everybody was reaching out to me, you all right, man? They start thinking you're crazy when you, like, kind of speak on it. I'm like, nah, man. It's not that I'm I'm crazy or I'm going crazy or I'm got suicidal thoughts. I'm just sad. Like, sometimes I could be sad. Like, like I, it's, it's about to come up on a year of me losing my grandma. And I just, every day, uh, I think about her for at least one to two hours a day. Just because that was the person that I could go to talk about anything to me literally anything she wouldn't judge me or anything she was team lance no matter what i could have murdered somebody and i wouldn't told my grandma and she still would have viewed me the same and still loved me the same and told me i was a good person and told me she loved me and it's it's tough it's been tough and that's that's kind of what's been weighing on me and i don't like to tell people <clears throat> I'm opening up to y'all on my first segment, but I don't really like to tell people my emotions. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of bottle them up, and it's that's my toxic trait. If I, nah, don't bother me. I'm all right. I yeah. get over it. I think we all that way to an extent. 
Um, but nothing that's something that we should touch on it each week it is some, you know, just a couple of minutes of it because you never know what somebody's going through out there. Correct. And this weekend, uh, I just lost a cousin. He was chilling at the gas station and, you know, two guys creep up on him, shoot, shoot at him nine times. He gets six holes in his body. <sighs> he died at the hospital. Good guy. You know what I'm saying? He was good for the community. Um, he did his thing, legit business, nice car, nice jewelry. You know, is all it that. local? Yeah, it was my c- his name. His name is Meat. That was my cousin Meat. You probably if if you look on my Facebook, I posted about him. But mm-hmm. but he just chilling with his girl at the gas station. Next thing you know, two guys creep up on him. Pow pow pow. He's done. Jeez. I don't understand that. I never will. That's somebody's. That's somebody's. That's somebody's dad. That's somebody's brother. That's somebody's son. And it just it just messes with you, man. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people will miss him. And was it robbery? Huh? I mean, was it they was robbing him? Nah, they just wanted his life. They didn't take they anything. Just, they just so like a maybe like a gang thing or yeah. just like it's. We can talk more off air, and yeah. I'll be able to say more. But it. It's Dang. it's crazy. And when I tell you when I tell you what's really going on, you're gonna be like, "Wow!" Like it's 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 deep, it's real deep. But um, I think we're gonna break it off with that. Man, uh, well, that's a way to end the show. Um, good episode. I'm oh. glad I'm glad to have you here and finally doing it. And I I think that uh, doing it this way and Lance with friends or whatever you want to call it and promote it for the future. Oh, for I, sure. I think sure. we got room in here for another two people. So, Hey, if you are truly interested, serious inquires only, if you're truly interested in getting on this show and getting on this podcast, please let me know. Um, I'm looking to do big things here. Uh, merchandise, you know, trying to get it out there, man. I'm trying to make this big. Because you see, you sit there and watch people all day do these podcasts, these famous guys. But all it took is a little support. That's it. Support, support, and we can be on that same level with those same guys, looking them eye to eye. Except I'm not ran by a million dollar company. It's all us. We're a thousand that de- <laughs> 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 We're a thousand that company. Uh, MCN, yeah. MCN Studios. Yeah, we trying to we trying to get big and then we'll be able to do what we want because know who who started it is not going to change up it's going to be the same genuine people yeah but don't be coming half-stepping if you like only serious inquiries yeah like i said i said serious inquiries only man and with that being said that's the end of the first real but objective podcast peace out y'all hey hey